What's up, everybody? It's Alondra Marie here on another episode of Out of the Trans. And today, I finally brought out a guest, my very first guest of the show. This chair is loud as fuck. And it's Katarina Denny. You want to introduce yourself? Um, my name is Katarina, otherwise known as Beefcake Mommy. Yes. <laughs> Spell out your Instagram handle. It's B-E-F-C-A-K-E-M-A-M-I. No, wait. M-A-M-I? Does it have multiple No, there's three eyes. There's three eyes. Three eyes. Three eyes. I'll put it in the <laughs> I'll put it in the description for sure. Um, do you want to tell them how we met? Yeah, so we met at the gym, of course. Mm-hmm. That's the only place I go. Um, yeah, and then from there we kind of exchanged information and then became friends. And then I became your roommate. Yep. For six months. Six, six whole, whole months. months. <laughs> Um, but anyways, if you guys listened to a previous episode, I had spoken about Katarina and how her fitness journey was basically motivating me with my fitness journey. But today we're going to focus more on her fitness journey and how she's progressed throughout her downfalls, her successes. So we're going to dive right into that. So anyways, tell us a little bit about like when your journey began, why did you begin, like how old were you? Tell us about like the very beginning of it. <clears throat> so growing up, I was in sports my whole life. Um, I did MMA from about the time that I was like five to like 19. Um, so I did that for a really long time. I grew up in that sport, so it kind of just fit. Um, from there, when I joined the military, I stopped training because the, per- the place that we're located, the gyms aren't that good. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> once I left for the military, um, I kind of wanted to find my new hobby and like sport to partake in. Bodybuilding has kind of always been um, an interest to me and it kind of tied in with the same type of lifestyle as MMA. Completely different. But it requires, like, the same amount of discipline, the same amount of work, that type of thing. And I really like having something to constantly work at. So then I started bodybuilding. Um, I started that seriously about, let's see, two, three years ago. Um, at first That's I just started, time. yeah. At first I just started, like, with myself, like, kind of, like, taking it as far as I could and, like, with my knowledge and everything. And then from there I hired my coach, Nikki. And then she, Yeah. So when when was it that you felt like you had to hire a coach? Like what 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 about? Because I've done it before. I've hired a coach before, not for bodybuilding. You yeah. know, you can have that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, like for you, when was the moment where you were like, yeah, I need a coach? Like when did you get over that pridefulness, or maybe that did you hit like a roadblock where you were like, I need more guidance, or like what was it that did it for you? Yeah, so I feel like I kind of just hit, like, a plateau where I, like, wasn't really getting, like, the results that I want. But that was also because my knowledge was strictly for, like, MMA and just for losing weight. Not necessarily for building myself up. It was really, I only knew how to, like, starve myself (laughs) to make weight for, like... Like, that's how everybody starts off. Oh, absolutely. Just trying to starve themselves. Absolutely. Or I I just wanted to tone. I just want to (laughs) tone. Look, I'm just trying to lose weight. (laughs) But you will never see me starving myself. Like, oh, absolutely. I can't. I can't absolutely. do it. I love food way too freaking much for that shit. Like, you can cuss, by the way, on this show. Ain't no, ain't no, um, what's it called? Fil- filtering. Say less. Um, it's just that on TikTok, like, if I post a, uh, what's it called? A little bit of the video, I, we can't cuss or yeah. say anything crazy. But, no, that's fine. um, okay, so tell me more about, like, 
back when you were, I'm gonna take it back to MMA because I don't think I ever asked you like, how was the recovery process every time you had a fight? Um, when you had practices, what was the like the worst hits you had? The best hits you had? I'm talking about like that you received or that yeah. you gave. Yeah. Oh God. Well, there was no recovery. Um, <laughs> that shit looks crazy. I ain't gonna lie. It was basically I just got my ass beat all the time. And <laughs> okay, but I seen a video of you beating somebody up. If I could, I wish I could like. Um, I wish that I could like paste the video right here I mean, so y'all yeah, can knocking see. Knocking that bitch out. Her, yeah, like beating this girl up. Like I remember I was creeping <laughs> on her Instagram page when we first met, and I'm looking at that shit like. I don't even know if I want to be her friend. Like, I'm talking about, she was like, boom, boom, boom. Like, that shit was crazy. That was crazy. So, why don't, why didn't you have enough recovery time? So, with MMA, like, it is a everyday type shit. Like, you get your ass beat every single day. Like, some days you have better days where, like, you come out on top. But, like, especially in practice. Like, I got my ass beat more in practice than I ever did in any of my fights. By who? Like, your coach? Or, like, teammates? By all my teammates. And in MMA, like, you're predominantly tra- training with men. Okay. So, like, I was going up against all dudes. Did anybody ever, like, talk down on you because you were a female in that sport? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And how did you deal with that? So, it wouldn't really be, like, talking down. It was more just, like, you could tell that they weren't really, like, taking you seriously. Like, you could tell that they're going light on you and they're kind of holding back. And it was funny because I remember one practice, uh, there was this new guy that had come in and he was kind of holding back. Like, he was afraid to hit me. And it was funny because I remember... I mean, I would be too close to hitting a girl. <laughs> my, uh, my dad, who's, who was my coach, he was like, you might not hit her, but she's going to hit you. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so get it together. Like, wow. like, in MMA, like, you can't look at it as, like, a gender thing. Like, I'm in there to train. And I right. hope that, like, you would have that respect for me to give me the same amount of work that you would give to But that male. happens in just about any sport, even in bodybuilding, even... Uh, basketball I've experienced it I've experienced it football absolutely it really does suck and it's really unfortunate but anyway so now tell me where you're at now with your fitness journey what are your goals what's what do you got coming up yeah so over the last two three years is when I started taking my bodybuilding seriously um right now I'm kind of just maintaining where I'm at I kind of started a little cut for summer because you know I gotta get right. I started it too, but it's not good. It's so good. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Oh man. Um. So yeah, right now I'm kind of just just maintaining where I'm at. Um, getting a little bit slimmer for summer, just because you know I'm trying to have my booty cheeks out. You know. Oh, they are out. <laughs> they are always. Out. Always. <laughs> um. So I have a. Sh- I'm gonna compete this year. Um, I'll be doing my first show in wellness, which is the newest uh, division in bodybuilding for women. It's so I okay. So when you had told me when we met that you were doing that category, I did not know what the heck it looked like. Like I knew what figure looked like. I knew what bikini looked like. I knew what um everything else. I don't know all the names, but <laughs> but I did my research and looked at pictures of like what wellness would look like. And you, your body literally like it fits the criteria. Mm-hmm. Hold on, this shit dying on me. Okay, there you go. You can cut that too. Anyways, so like I was saying, your body literally fit the criteria, and I did not know that. Like you weren't, cause last year you were working for it as well, mm-hmm. and your body was literally right there. Yep, it was literally right there. So, how do you feel about having to kind of push back your training and your your competition date? and all that like how do you feel about that 
So <clears throat> when I was getting ready for my show last year, um, I kind of had some family issues. My, my grandma was super sick and all of that kind of stuff happened. And my coach and I decided that it wasn't the best time for me to compete, which at first it's very frustrating. Like I just put in all of that time, all of that effort, like day in, day out, working at this shit constantly, being up for fucking cardio at three in the morning. Yep, I remember. Go work a twelve uh, hour shift and then get off uh, and then go lift and then do more cardio. I don't know. I don't know how you do that. Shit. Right, like it. Yeah. So it at first it definitely sucked. Um, but in the long run, it's definitely a blessing in disguise. Like, if anything, it gave me more time to perfect how I look. And mm. I'll just be more ready this time yep. than I was last time. Yep. That's a good way to look at it. Like, shows are always going to be there, and my body is going to determine when I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. So. I, I I mean, I believe things happen for a reason. And absolutely. The timing, like, it makes sense why all that happened. But absolutely. honestly, y'all, like, living with her and watching her do part of the prep while she was living here was also what I spoke about in a previous episode where I just thought it was so special to see somebody so determined, so motivated, like, so loyal to the process. Because <laughs> I was looking at me, I'm like, I listen, I love the gym. I love the gym for more than just I'm going to go work out. It's like interacting with people and just being outside, being somewhere else than just the house and like... Doing something healthy. Yeah, too. doing something good for my body. Like, it was just... That part was good. But for me, it was like the food. So watching her live in my house... <laughs> Not want to go out to eat. Like, I think you maybe had pizza maybe three times in the six months that yeah. she was living here. Like, at max. Yeah. And that was sharing with me. Like, <laughs> it's not like she was having the whole box. You know what I mean? Um, And, like, that was that was very motivational. Did I take from that? Not yet. Not yet. You know, the diet you portion. You don't even need to do all that, though. Well, not, the, not to the extreme. Not what you're doing with competition, because I'm not trying to compete. Yeah. But it's more about, like, the discipline, like, the yeah. cutting out the alcohol, cutting out the... The fast foods, you know what I mean? Or like when we go to when you go to Starbucks, like she started getting healthier drinks. So I'm like, like today I was like, can you get, get some Starbucks and can you get the healthy kind? The healthy kind is what I'm I trying need. to get like you, yeah. my boy. Yeah. So the the gym aspect definitely was motiva- motivating as well. Um, one thing I noticed was that you weren't doing like compound lifts. Mm-hmm. So at what point did you stop doing those? Why did you stop doing them? Okay, so I did compound lifts for a hot minute, basically. And then it stopped as soon as I started working, like, for prep with my coach. Like, as soon as we decided that I was going to compete eventually, she was like, all right, no more squats. And the science behind it, what she taught me is, especially, because really the only compound movement I used to do is squats. Yeah, I didn't really really deadlift, like... I'll do it sometimes, but, like, I wasn't really focused on it. Um, Mm -hmm. So what my coach taught me is that since squats is a compound movement, in my my division for bodybuilding, you want your waist to be, like... Small. Like, nothing. Okay, yeah. And so with squats, since it's a a compound movement... You need your core. It's going to... Yeah. It's going to thicken your your waist. Because you're using your core so much. That makes sense. And if you think about a lot of powerlifters, like, they're boxier. They have a boxier frame. They have a way thicker frame. Hmm. Whereas bodybuilding, well, in my certain division, but you want your waist to be as small as I didn't even think about that shit like that. Yeah. For me, I stopped doing compound lifts because of, like, the risk-to-reward ratio. Oh, yeah, absolutely. In my opinion. Absolutely. Um, And it wasn't until I started playing football that I was like, maybe I should get back in there and start doing some, you know, presses with the dumbbells, like, chest presses with the dumbbells or something taking my body used to those motions because I was doing isolated workouts, which mm-hmm. is fine for, like, reshaping your body. Yeah. Um, but it's not power. But it's not power. It's not strength. Right, for, like, mm-hmm. you know, athletics and stuff like that. Like, you see football players train and doing compound movements. 
But the risk to reward ratio to me just was not worth it. Right, and if you're not trying to power lift, like you don't need to be pushing that much exactly. weight. Exactly. Like, you, you don't. Exactly. It's not for your joints' sake. Like you don't. Exactly, you don't bro. Have to. My knees be screaming. Like <laughs> <Same>. stop. <laughs> But once again, that's another thing that I took from her that I would. We never really worked out together. I think we may have done may have done like one leg day. Of course, it was legs. Yeah, (laughs) y'all need to go on her Instagram and creep on her shit, and you'll understand. (laughs) This body is crazy. Her body is crazy. I'm all legs. It's all you know, turkey legs, right? (laughs) It's turkey legs. But um, that was one thing that, like, when I was paying attention to her workouts, I noticed that she wasn't doing compound lifts, and for the entirety of my time. In my fitness journey, there's always been some sort of compound lift implemented into my workout routine. But at the time, I was playing sports, too. So then when I met her, I was no longer playing, at the time, sports. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's when I was like, okay, well, I don't need to be doing all this stuff. And potentially putting myself at risk. Um, I can just do a little, what's it called, a little butt kicks you be doing on them cables. <laughs> hey, them glute kickbacks, they'll get Bro. you right. They'll okay, get so you right. If you had to pick a favorite workout, your favorite workout, what would it be? Like, not like what muscle groups you like to work out. I'm talking about a specific like workout specific that workout. you will never get tired of. Nowadays, since I train legs so much, I love anything upper body. Okay. But but I'm gonna go with the obvious answer, and it's gonna be something with my glutes. Yeah. So, okay. But like, so which hip, hip thrusts? What? Absolutely oh. hip thrusts. Absolutely. No. Why do you? Why is that your favorite? Because I'd be thrusting. What you mean? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Hip thrusts are actually a bomb. Absolutely. Like, they are. oh my god. Like, I feel like they hit you exactly how you're supposed to. But the way my legs be feeling during is the part where I'm like, I would say hip thrusts are at the top of my list. Damn, I'm thinking about that one TikTok where they're like, who's at the top of the list? <laughs> Anyways, um, I would say RDLs. Oh, I love, oh, how I they love feel. RDLs. I love how they yes. feel. And I love Same. how I feel after. Same. Like my joints never hurt when I do it. I feel the full engagement. That's because you're doing them right. <laughs> Okay, so elaborate on mind muscle. Is that what it's called? Mind, mind muscle, muscle connection? connection. Yeah. Please elaborate on that. And, okay. And also tell me about when did you actually start doing it in your fitness journey? Because I don't know about you, but it took me until like a year or two ago for me to actually oh, be conscious about that. Absolutely. When I first started lifting, like I really felt like I was kind of just going through the motions and like I wasn't really hitting it. And I don't know if that has something to do with like. ADHD. <laughs> we friend. <laughs> but no, that really didn't even start until probably me working with my coach cuz she she capitalizes on these little things that make like the world of difference. Mm-hmm. Um but what mind muscle connection is, it's like you need to put it in your brain what you're actually focusing on and then you need to like focus on that shit. Yeah. Like it it sounds like I literally just explained like what the words are, but that that's, no, but really that's what li- it is. like literally what it is. Like, you can't be sitting there, like, zoning out. Like, you need to be like, okay, this is what needs to be firing off in this exercise. So, I'm going to focus on that. And I'm going to change my movement to make sure that I hit that. Yes. Like, that's what they did for me. Yeah, absolutely. Because you can can look at it, say, you and I. Like, Mm -hmm. you can do it a certain way and it's going to hit yours more. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to do it a different way Mm because we're built completely different. Mm -hmm. Yes. Completely different frames. Completely different everything. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's what and they that, did for that me. shit is so important cuz mm-hmm. otherwise otherwise you're literally like I said just going through the motions. Yeah. Like yes. And you just, just hoping be, that it works. You have to be intentional. When I was little, my mom used to work this is 
sounds off topic, but it makes, it's gonna make sense. <laughs> it ties in. It ties, it ties in. in. It ties in. My mom used to work for a chiropractor, and he was very spiritual and huge on being intentional with like everything mm-hmm. that you do. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was little when my mom was telling me this. I'm like, I don't really care about that shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what that means. Right. And so. so my mom was telling me that he would tell her, like, go for walks and get some exercise in. Mm-hmm. But he's like, when you're doing it, be intentional about it while you're doing it. Like, don't start thinking about random mm-hmm. stuff. Don't start spacing out. Mm-hmm. Don't be on your phone. Don't be doing random stuff. Like, just be present in the moment. Exactly. Right. And so she's telling me that. And at the time, I couldn't really grasp that. And then, what, like, many, many years later, like, Many, like, what, 15 years later, because that was when we lived in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Now that I'm in the gym, that's all I try to do. And if I see myself get distracted, I have to, like, recoup and focus again. Because awesome. I'll talk to people. I know you talk to people in the gym all the time, and yeah. they throw you off track a little bit. Yeah. Um, and there's been times where I get back into the workout, and I'm not. You're think, not there. I'm not there. Yeah. And a lot of that, sometimes that happens when I'm having a bad day, too. Yeah. Oh, it's the way. And then I Same. leave, and I feel like I didn't even do anything. Same. I'm like, what the? It's so annoying. Like, and I'm it, sweaty. It, <laughs> like, at least you went and you did it, but at the same time, you're like, I was just in there for, well, at least for me, two to three hours, and I feel like I didn't, exactly. do, sh- I didn't do shit. Like, okay, so what do you think is, like, optimal time to be in the gym for you? Not This is, because we're not professionals, and we're not giving advice to nobody, just I'm disclaimer. I'm not a professional either. So this is our and own. And I'm not, I'm not a bodybuilder. <laughs> oh we gonna get into that we're gonna get into that because we got some petty people on social media you know what i mean um well she got petty people i i'm not that important but um <laughs> i don't even know what i was gonna say fuck what were we talking about um oh shit wait 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 wait, wait. we were just talking about my muscle connection and then we were talking about oh optimal time optimal time okay yeah yeah, so like i was saying we're not professionals nope or experts nope um this is our own personal experiences and what works for us and what doesn't work for us okay so don't mm, you know what i mean don't be commenting like well you said because no baby so for you what is the optimal time that you like to spend in the gym um for you and that works for you what doesn't work for you Mm -hmm. just share that a little bit with us so really, it just depends on what muscle group I'm working. Like, my upper body day goes a lot faster than mm-hmm. my lower body day. Especially because my lower body is more like time under tension. So my sets are, like, taking longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, usually around, like, two hours. Two hours? Two, two and a half. For, like, the average yeah, leg day? Yeah, all around. If it's upper body, it's probably going to be, like, an hour and a half to two hours. And that's including my cardio because, like, I'll do my lift and then I'll go do my post-workout cardio. So how many workouts in a session, like, for a specific muscle group do you do? And then, like, how long are your cardio sessions? When you do your cardio sessions, like, do you do it before? Do you do it after? Mm-hmm. What, what does your workout look like on average? So usually it's... <clears throat> God, if I had to get, I have every, I keep everything written down. Like I have everything written down every single day. Um, Usually I would say it's around like eight exercises per body group. In one session? Yeah. (laughs) No wonder, no wonder my legs are not growing. I need to take advice from him. And some of them are supersets. Some of them will be drop sets. Like it really just depends. Um, my cardio sessions are 25 to 30 minutes right now, okay. just cause I'm not, I'm not doing anything like I'm not cutting right now. I mean, I kind of am, but they're not like 40 minutes on the stairs. Okay. Like it was when I was in prep. Yeah. I remember <sighs> worst, worst 40 minutes of my life. Hey, but I got, I got that shit done though. Yeah, she That's did. That's all that matters. She did. And she'll come home looking at me like, 
Don't talk to me. Don't, don't talk. Don't talk to me. <laughs> don't, don't even talk. I haven't eaten yet, and no. I just did 40 minutes on the stairs. Don't talk to me. Oh, um, so, and then my cardio. Um, if it is a lower body day, mm-hmm. I will wake up in the morning and go do my cardio fasted in the morning. Okay. So that way I'm not burning out my legs. Like, I just trained for fucking two to three hours on legs, and then you think I'm going to go do 30 minutes on the stairs? Fuck no. Not Why the fuck I'm not? Gonna... Minus well. Minus <laughs> no, well. No. <laughs> so I'll do it fasted on certain days. And Damn. Yeah. Um, let me see. What else? Where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Um, how? Okay. I really want to like dive into the last half of it. Yeah. But I know the camera's dying. So I do want to mention the part about the you're not a bodybuilder. <laughs> and I want to get that on camera and then I'm going to put it back in the charger. And then okay. we're gonna pick up on where we left off. Okay. But okay, so there's been some haters on social media, right? As per usual. As per usual. Um, there's people out there that love to discredit athletes, uh, artists. I mean, like, and they base that off of like your successes, your accomplishments, and stuff like that. But like, completely disregard the effort that has been, and the time, and the dedication that has been invested into the process beforehand so like with bodybuilding i've never uh gone for a competition but i have an aunt that did um i have friends that were prepping for it so i've been around the community that does this stuff and it takes months if not almost a year for somebody to truly prep for something like that maybe longer who knows what in your opinion what has been your experience with that with people potentially trying to discredit you um your efforts and stuff like that like, tell me all about that, because we got some, she got some haters. <laughs> um, so first and foremost, I don't give a fuck about anyone's opinion. Like, social media is, it's fake at the end of the day. Like, mm-hmm. what people say to me on social media does not make me feel any type of way. Like, my confidence is built from me. It's not built from other people telling me how good I am. Like, I know I'm good. Because mm-hmm. I'm the one that puts in the work every day. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that sacrifices all of this shit yep. to look the way I do. Mm-hmm. Or to look how I'm going to look when I get on stage. Um, I've had a lot of people that are like, oh, well, you're you're not a bodybuilder. Okay, first and foremost, I'm not out here saying I'm a bodybuilder. I'm not saying, oh, I, I'm, I'm this badass. Like, I'm, I'm a pro bodybuilder. Fuck no. Right, but you're bodybuilding. Bodybuilding. Yeah, like you're literally right. in the process of right. it. Right, right, which I've never stepped on stage, so I don't claim to be a bodybuilder. I never once have sat here and been like, okay, but... Which is interesting. Because we've, ta- we've talked about we've this. We've talked about this because I've said, what about if you're looking at a power lifter? Yeah. Do you, let's say they've been training for their power lifting competition and you see them actively at the gym all the freaking time. If you're looking at them, do you say, yeah, that's a power lifter? Absolutely. Even if they haven't hit the stage? Absolutely. Yeah. But the other thing is. Not stage, but, you know, yeah. their little platform yeah. to, to do the lifts. But the other thing is, like, who am I? To tell them what they are. Right. Or discredit what they right. are. You have no idea, like, the effort and the time they've put into this shit. Right. And why does my opinion on them constitute what they are right. or what they're not? Right. Like, I don't give a fuck. If you're working, you're working. I'll give credit where it's due. Exactly. My opinion, living with her and seeing it firsthand, I literally, when I would talk about you to people that are close to me at work, um, my friends, I'd be like, yeah, my roommate's a bodybuilder. I could give two fucks if you did not go on stage yet. Right. But everything, the, the work that you've been putting in, 
to me makes you a, a bodybuilder because you're bodybuilding. It's the same thing like for me playing sports. I consider myself an athlete mm-hmm. even before I hit the field. You know right. what I mean? Because I'm putting in the work. Right. Before we go on the field and play a game or start the tournament and championship bullshit like that. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Right. And that's that's fine for you to call me a bodybuilder. Like I mean. I am mm-hmm. like I. I'm doing com- it right. I completely changed mm-hmm. how my body looked. Like oh, the camera. Okay, cool. So we had to have a little intermission because um, the camera was dying, and so in that in that you know while we did that we had to do some rearranging with the camera and like the microphone to get us better in the frame. Um, so that's why this part of the video looks a little different. But what we were talking about was what you think constitutes <clears throat> or what is a bodybuilder to you. Um, so do you want to have some concluding thoughts on that? (laughs) And shut these haters down. Absolutely. Shut the haters Uh, down. Like like I said in the beginning, like, I don't give a fuck what people say to me. I don't give a fuck what their opinion is to me. You can say whatever you want. As long as I'm happy with whatever I'm doing, then that's all that matters Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Like, I feel like that's a big problem in today's society is because social media is so huge. Mm -hmm. Everyone cares what everyone has to think. Mm -hmm. You do that, you're going to drive yourself insane. Like, you're going to hate yourself. What's the craziest... Has there ever been a moment on social media where you've had something said to you that actually got to you? Because, I mean, maybe not. Maybe not. Because you might be a tough person. She's a very tough person. Um, But, like, me, I come off as very, like, tough and, like, shit just rub off of me. But, like... There has been some things that have been said on social media that definitely um, made me feel self-conscious or insecure or just bothered. Like, I actually let it bother me. Like, it, you know what I mean? And in relation to the fitness stuff, because the other stuff, I really don't care. Yeah. I think when I first started, like, body bodybuilding. <laughs> uh, no, when I first started, like, actually training <laughs> and I first started, like, putting myself out there and kind of being, like, more transparent and, like, showing more shit especially my body because obviously that's what I'm what's what I'm working for um I would get some comments here and there like people just being like oh you're still fat like this and that like you ain't got no titties now this and that and I'm like no shit no shit I'm I'm cutting yeah your boobs are gonna disappear like I don't don't know what to tell you that's so fucked up yeah people for us absolutely absolutely they'd be like I remember one time I posted a picture in a bathing suit and this guy was like you can't even fill out that top I was like (sighs) Okay. What? Send me the IG. I'm coming from. <laughs> hey, I'm she's coming. coming. She's coming. No, I'm, I'm really not. But that's fucked up, bro. That's yeah, it was just, like people are always gonna have an opinion about what you're doing. Um, you really just need to be so right within that it doesn't affect you. These days, I don't care. That's a good advice. That's a good point. Yeah, like as long as you're solid with yourself, like. See, that's how I feel with um. I've never had people say no hating comments, like, if I'm posting, like, a selfie or something like that. Yeah. Thankfully. And if they have, I didn't see it. Um, Ignorance is bliss. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. That, the request DM section. <laughs> oh, that's a scary place. Decline, 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 scary decline, decline. Because, no. What I'm not going to do is self-sabotage. That would literally be self-sabotage. Like, oh, absolutely. Um, But I don't know. I think I've had people talk shit about, like, my form. On, like if I post an actual lift, mm-hmm. like if I'm posting a video, selfie video, um, in the gym, like I, people are like whatever. But if I post for some reason, if I'm posting any lift, somebody has to come on there mm-hmm. and give unsolicited mm-hmm. advice, and I'm like, bro. And it's usually men. And it's usually men. <laughs> Actually, I had one free, my, one female do it, but that was a friend. She's a friend. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. Like if you had told me that, I'd be like, okay, yes, ma'am. Right, then you're gonna actually like, and it's not even like to attack you. It's because I want to actually. Like, yeah, it's encouraging. Help you. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I'll... they just... Anyways, we're not going to talk about that because <laughs> social media is toxic. But Absolutely. anyways, another and last topic that I kind of wanted to uh, hit with Katerina today was about, like, how have your eating habits transformed? What has been your toughest um, experience with food? What's your relationship with food? How how was it before? Like, I need to know because my relationship, relationship with food is... <laughs> Yeah. Not the greatest. So, starting out, um, when I was younger, I dealt with a lot of body is- like body image issues. Like, growing up as a teenager, like, I got mad depressed. Like, and this is also when I was big. So, that already was hard enough. Plus, being a teenager. I wish I could insert picture right here. Boom. I know. Plus, being a woman, like, mm-hmm. it's just it's just all this outside pressure. Um, so, I used to struggle with eating disorders. Like, I used to starve myself. I wouldn't eat for days. I was bulimic. Like... What? I would eat all this food and then I, I did not know it. that yeah. part. Yeah. So I, I went through all that shit. Like I used to fear food more than anything. And like how my day was going to go mm-hmm. depended on like what I ate. Like I know if I didn't eat that day and I felt skinny, like it was a great day. It was a great day. Yeah. Bro, if if I don't eat, I already know I'm going to have a shitty day. <laughs> Facts. No, and that's how I am now. <laughs> like now I'm like, oh, if I don't get to eat, I'm going to be a bitch today. Like That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. When you were younger, how was your family with food? Like what? Um, and before you answer the question, I'm going to tell you how it was with mine so you kind of understand why I'm asking that question. So, when I was younger, I was always, like, the chunkier kid. Mm -hmm. Always. Like, the thick thighs, the belly, the arms. The arms are still there. The thick thighs are still there. You know what I mean? The belly's still there. Yeah. Nothing's changed. But when I was little, for some reason, like, the, the, what society wanted was skinny, 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 like, Mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that, but because of that, women... And kids and girls that were thicker um, in nature were always talked down on yeah. because of it. Yeah. And so my own family would do this too. And like if they would see me serve myself too much food, that would be a problem. That's like, so sad. Like they would make that comments. So they'd be sad. like, why are you eating so much? Or they'll make a comment about my body. I'm not going to say which family members because I know some of y'all be watching my shit. So if, you, if the shoe fits, it fits. <laughs> but um, let's say they'll make a comment about my body like, oh, your thighs are too thick or your belly is getting too big, right? But then they'll be like, there's food in the kitchen. Do you want more, though? Are you done? You sure you're done? Finish the plate, though. Like, do you what want, do you want extra? from me? Like, what, what do you want from me? Yeah, thank you. So <laughs> it was just one of those things where it started creating this bad relationship with food because then I started relating any any kind of food, mm-hmm. any amount of food. Mm-hmm. I was equating it to, I'm going to continue to be thick. I'm never going to fit society's um, standard and mm-hmm. norm. And then that's going to determine your worth. Right. And how you feel about it. And yourself. then I don't know when to stop eating. Mm-hmm. Hold on phone went out on me. I need to be able to see uh, where we at. I need to just get a mirror. Yeah, that would be. That would be nice. Oh, yeah, it's already dying. See? <laughs> uh, where was I at? Family, food, body image. Oh, yeah, and then that created a situation where I wouldn't know when to stop eating because they were always like, you have to finish everything. Mm-hmm. Clean out the plate. Mm-hmm. So now as an adult, I have literally tried to unlearn those things and try to stop forcing myself to eat so much damn food just because that's how it was with my family or stop thinking that too much food equates to being fat right. all the fucking time you know right. so now that i share that part what do you do you, are there any aspects of your childhood that affected your relationship with food oh gosh yes uh sorry so i grew up completely different um my like i said like i started an mma from very young mm-hmm. and like my family was an mma family like mm-hmm. we owned a gym so Therefore, like, our lifestyle reflected that. Like, growing up, like, 
I grew up on chicken and rice and vegetables. Like the the same shit that I eat today is the same shit I grew up on. Okay, so like, it was like instilled in right, your, okay. right. It was it was from a very young age. Like I learned the discipline when it comes to food. Looking back, like as a kid, I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, I want some chicken nuggets. Like why are you yes. feeding me chicken breast? I don't want that shit. I mean, it's good for you, but absolutely. And I think it definitely plays into like how my body reacts to things now. Yep. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, but at the same time, like I wasn't able to be like a kid. So like I felt guilty. Same. Yeah. I, but like, in different extremes. Yeah. And like I felt guilty when I was like at my friend's house and I was eating junk. I was like, I'm not supposed to be eating this. Like, Which sucks because as a kid you should be able to eat those things and learn to just eat them in moderation. Right. And, and, just... and learn about health from a very young age. Exactly. And I'm not saying like how I was brought up like was a bad thing at all by any means. Like I, I love how knowledgeable I am and how long like I've known about this shit. Like because then it, it comes easy to me now. Yeah. Like everything is just it's just like it's like a uh it's like an instinct mm -hmm. so since i knew about it from such a young age that's why it's so easy for me to to stay on the discipline but at the same time like i just want to be a kid like, I, I just want to eat some hot cheetos yeah. like some chicken know? nuggets right some mcdonald's right so so that's how i grew up with it um and then when i uh when i became a teenager i kind of like went off the rails and that's when i got big is because, like, mm. I didn't really have that discipline in my life anymore. Mm -hmm. So I kind of, like, went off the rails and, like... Did whatever you wanted. Right, and then I gorged, and then I gained a bunch of weight, and then I was like, oh, I don't want to look like this. And then that's when, like, the eating disorders came in. Yeah. So when I was, like, 16, 17, like, that's when I went through all that shit. I feared food. Like, absolutely feared it. Because, like, I felt like if I ate too much, I was going to get fat. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, it's, it is true. Absolutely. Oh, like, what, if, you, if, you, if you eat too much and you live a dormant life, you're going to get fat. That's right. Just, that's just how it is. Like, you're in a calorie surplus... You don't move, you're gonna get fat. Yep. That's how it goes. Yep, trust me. Working from home. Yeah. It's already happening. <laughs> I'll be in here like eh. <laughs> My belly groom, but we in there. Sorry. So you're good. So then when I started competing in MMA, that's when I got skinny. But I, okay. I wasn't skinny, like I was just I have a big I have a big uh frame. I'm six four. Come on. Like Yeah, you're six ten. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm big. So doing MMA, like you just wanted to be at the smallest weight you could be. So then at any, in any way. Right. So, so that way my eating habits kind of changed and I was barely eating, but I was training three times a day. I was running every day. I was doing all this shit every day to be as small as I could. Like I got obsessed with the idea of being small. And now look at you. And now look at me. Thick -thick -thick -thick. It is. It's so funny. Cause my, my mindset like completely changed with that. Like I am more confident now than I've ever been in my life. Right. And I'm... I'm and probably what? Like heavy... Like if you get on the scale, you're probably a, like a decent a decent number that back then you probably would have thought... I would have freaked the fuck yeah. out. Yeah. I absolutely yeah. would have freaked the fuck out. But you out. look amazing. Right. And you're healthy. Right. And exactly. I'm, I'm walking around 30 pounds heavier yes. than I was Bruh, then. It's crazy. And people get so fixated on the number on the scale. I'm like, man, fuck, fuck that no. shit. Fuck no. Fuck that shit. Just take pictures. Right. Absolutely. I never weigh myself. Absolutely. Because it doesn't mean anything. Yep. And even if it does, and I see that number, I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, yeah. I'm power. Like, look how much space I'm taking exactly. up. I'm taking up a hundred and something pounds of space. Man, I didn't like, think about that. Like, right. Yeah. Right. That's a good point. So it, it completely changed. Like, now that I'm big, I mean, big in the right ways, and like, mm -hmm. the more I've grown in certain areas, the more confident I've gotten. That's and it's good. so crazy to me. That's Because everyone thinks like, oh, well, you got to be small. Fuck that. I yeah, wanna be fuck big. That shit. We want to be big. We want right. to be strong. We want to be thick. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, going through the different stages of like eating, 
my food relationship has completely changed. That's good. When I first started getting on my meal plan with Nikki, when I first saw like how many meals I was supposed to be eating a day, it's like seven meals. I mean, granted they are like small Smaller, meals. Yeah. yeah. So obviously your metabolism is continue working through the day. Mm-hmm. But still I saw seven meals and I was like, how are you gonna do that? Working twelve hour shifts, right? I was like, I was like, baby, I eat like maybe four times a day. Like, I don't know how I'm gonna do that shit. That's crazy. And it was so hard for me to eat, like, because I had this stigma in my head of like equating like, eating continuously to you're gonna be fat. Right. I was so afraid of. But being if you fat. do it in moderation and you're eating the right and things, you're eating the right things, you're fine. Right. So, so that was oh my god, that was probably my biggest struggle with becoming like a bodybuilder yeah i think that's the hardest one yeah how much you have to eat but the thing is it's like you're not eating bad you're eating completely clean you're not eating anything processed you're Mm -hmm. not eating any sugar you're not eating anything that's gonna cause you to gain weight plus i'm training two to three hours a day Mm -hmm. constantly moving and when i do train Mm -hmm. the intensity is very high and you were working what 12 hours a day yeah like i don't know how your body was able to do that i I I did it it's amazing it's amazing what a body can do oh absolutely it's literally amazing yeah so my my relationship i'm not gonna say my my relationship with food is completely perfect now however it has gotten way more healthy i love feeding myself that's good i i deserve to feed myself every day like i deserve to be the most nutritious person that i'm capable of being absolutely because i deserve to take care of myself yes. i deserve to love myself and yes. nourish my body so that way i'm not feeling like i'm gonna fucking pass out exactly I haven't eaten in exactly days. Like, oh i'm so happy you're saying those things if y'all are listening don't starve yourselves don't please starve don't. yourselves baby you deserve to eat exactly you, you do exactly every person male or female you need to eat exactly otherwise your body does not work yes like but you. Math is math, science is science. Or so if you're you are trying to lose weight, calorie, caloric deficit is the mm-hmm. way to go. Like mm-hmm. there's no other way around it, but not in an extreme way of again we're not professionals, but not in the extreme way of starving your freaking self. Like that's not necessary. No, but I'm glad not. that you shared how your eating habits have transformed because I think that everybody struggles with that the hardest and we don't talk about it enough. Like we don't. We, it, the media talks a lot about like, oh, I went from not doing nothing to working out to now every single day and I think that's the easiest part. Absolutely. But baby, are you eating? But are you eating? Are you eating? And enough? eating the right things cuz I'm telling y'all right now that I'm not eating the right things. And that's why I don't see the, you know, the results that I want to see, but I do feel healthy and I am happy because I I'm still active and I still go to the gym and I don't have this end goal of like bodybuilding or doing anything crazy right now you know what i mean you're just living a healthy life exactly and if you constrict yourself too much that's what leads to like binging Mm -hmm. that's what leads Mm -hmm. to you spiraling out of overeating and doing crazy shit like oh this weekend i ruined my diet right why no things that that's what people i think people struggle with that a lot things in moderation are fine Mm -hmm. like if you want if you want chicken nuggets go eat your chicken nuggets yep but don't get chicken nuggets and a burger and this and that and don't do it i'm not even talking about you <laughs> i don't give a fuck that's I, me because i've done it too <laughs> but don't do it every day exactly don't do it five days in a row and then get mad as to why you gained five pounds over the last five days right like that if makes things are sense. fine in moderation and as long as you continue with your diet you're drinking enough water you're eating healthier every other meal of the day you're still training mm-hmm. then you're gonna be fine yep because you you still need to live. Yeah. You still need to go out with your friends. You still need to go out to dinner with people. Like. Yep. Yes. So, yeah. But anyways, we're going to wrap it up uh, today. Uh, thank you, Katarina, for sharing your fitness journey with me and my crowd. Even Absolutely. though we, I mean, we're still growing. We're just getting started. It's okay. Um, 
she's been like extremely motivational for me and i know that for a lot of females in our gym community here where we live and i wish you the best with your fitness journey thank you um thank you. whenever you do move i hope that you continue to grow and influence other people and once you hit a steady point i hope that you get to be a personal trainer like you were talking about yeah um but most importantly i hope that you get to compete on that stage and do amazing i know that she can she's got the body for it she's got the discipline for it and the determination got, for it yeah so i'm just thank you for sharing your thoughts most importantly the eating habits one i think mm -hmm. everything that you just said right now was and super inspiring me inspiring to me as well so um but don't get it too sick because she finna be in another episode <laughs> real soon so uh stay on the lookout for that follow her on instagram i will put her name in the description and follow me on instagram as well y'all have a good day bye